Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. If you've been following, we've been doing a series called What's Next, where we asked educators, innovators, thinkers, leaders in our space to think about learning, school, and all those types of things in the future. And what I thought I'd do is I'd shift um, our focus a little bit for the next month as we finish out the school year. And I'd like to ask school leaders, heads of schools, the question of, how do we get ready or what do we need to do to get ready? And so this is the first one in this conversation, calling it Get Ready. And I'm with Carl Martinez, who's head of school at Whittier Christian High School down um, in the LA area. And so Carl, I'm just going to throw it over to you. And what is it that you're thinking about? What's the question or the idea or the concept or the worry that you have as you think about getting ready for school next year? Hey, Eric, first of all, thanks for the opportunity to talk with you on this. And uh, yeah, as you asked that question, uh, my mind really goes to the place of how are we, how are we doing as a staff, a faculty, a staff, uh, the administrative team, how are we doing psychologically, spiritually, just mentally as we're ending this school year right now? And as I really know, my mind is so in next year and planning for next year and the different scenarios Really what's been most upon my heart right now is how am I providing, how are we as a school providing opportunities for the staff to have support for them for kind of what we've just gone through and we're, we're completing right now. For us, our school, we get out next week and so we have a week and a half left of school and we've made all the plans about graduation and different things happening during the summer. But the more I have conversations with our faculty and staff, the more I, I there are people that, um, that have just, They've rose to the occasion. They've done great things, but they're exhausted. Um, some are very stressed out and others are just are really are honestly are, are hurting during this time. And I think for me, if, if I try and launch and let's go take the next hill of this next year without really trying to create opportunities and space for faculty and staff to be able to just voice uh, concerns or be able to voice where they're at and us give them opportunities, whether it be through just ha having counselors available, whether it be through having pastors uh, that partner with us available to talk with our staff and, and to talk, I think we've really missed it. So right now I'm really trying to, and I, and I think I even challenge myself to say, if I'm not going to take care of my own home, I have a wife who's an elementary school teacher and she has gone above and beyond and I know she's exhausted. But how am I spiritually, mentally, psychologically taking care of my family and then providing those opportunities for us during the summer and leading in the next school year for our faculty and staff? I really feel like I'm, I'm missing the boat if we, don't, if we don't have those types of opportunities, conversations, and resources for our, for our staff. Carl, incredible, you know, as, as we think about this, because, you know, I think you and I are both in this situation where there is, you know, an exhaustion that kicks in. And, and part of it is, unlike any year of my professional year, there's, there's almost like, I, I can't wait to be done. I, there's an excitement to be done. And, and, you know, in the 21 years that I've been working about finishing and celebrating and, you know, the accomplishments that come with the end of the year and seeing kids leave. But I think there's this weariness and this, this, like, I just can't wait for the year to be done. Like, even as you think about next year and getting ready, like, what are you thinking through even with this summer to allow people just to have space to recover? And then also the uncertainties about even what the situation will be next year. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of, of discussion right now in our staff, even around that uncertainty and people, you know, wondering where the numbers, what does enrollment look like? Does that impact me? I, I spent uh, a good portion of the, the latter part of last week just talking through different scenarios and then actually reaching out and talking with staff members, multiple staff members to say this, this could have an impact in, in different areas that could impact your position, it could not, but I'm even trying to, in having those hard conversations, really trying to build just open communication with people that re so they realize, you know, where is it that we're going, what's potentially happening, and um, I know that can create a lot of stress, but the reality is we're trying to figure out at the end here of this current school year, how can people really truly break away from things and have a break and separate? We have some teachers that will be teaching summer school and we're trying to support them and doing that even a little bit different. And, and we've even asked them to be a part of the planning process. Look like, cause we're looking to do that with distance learning, at least for the first semester of summer school, but probably that'll end up being both semesters. That's over a six week period of time, allow their hands and their voices, their opinions be a part of saying, here's how we can do this in the best manner in the healthy way. But um, it, it, it's real, the uncertainty is real, but we, we want to be able, I think it's most essential as leaders that we're openly communicating with people and we're keeping that line of communication open and available for questions. Um, we're gonna talk to our staff tomorrow uh, afternoon with all staff meeting and talking about they're getting their contracts this next week and what that looks like and for next year. And, and uh, we, I'm going to create a video uh, this week and it's going to go out to our, to our community. And I know it's, it's hard with the uncertainty right now, but we're also trying to build confidence to say, Hey, our desire next August is to get back on campus and to have, you know, the men and women that work here, the, the, the young men and women that attend our school back on our campus, we want to do that in the safest manner possible. But I think they're also nervous to say, not only are we exhausted from this different way, but we're, we're fearful that is this going to continue on? And we are planning and preparing our staff and even our students to say, hey, this distance learning is, a, is a, something that we may go back to. And if, if something happens in the fall, we'll be ready to do that. And not only that, no, even if we never go back to that, we've kind of made the conscious decision at least once a month or maybe a couple times, but at least once a month right now this next year, we will do distance learning because I think this is a almost uh, muscle memory. I mean, we need, to, we need to do this and continue to do this well in our community, but how are we, again, going back and, and giving students, we've had a lot of opportunities for them to come into Zoom meetings and forums to be able to voice what they've been going through and how they can support each other and what that looks like for at our student level. How are we doing it at the faculty and staff level where they get a break and at the same time, I think there's gonna be continued conversation and resources even during their break that they know the school is here to support you, to hear from you, and we're gonna be communicating to you the information and the things you need to know about our plans for this next year. So I just really think that open line of communication and consistent communication to our faculty and staff is gonna be essential in their health of, of getting ready for next year. Let me ask one last little nugget, right? So, so what's something, because you live with an elementary school teacher, right? And you see what she's doing and you see the work that she's doing. What's like a nugget of, you know, watching her go through it has reminded you as a school leader that I need to be thoughtful or more considerate of, or what's something that you've seen in her life that has helped you be a better leader? Yeah, I would, I would encourage all, all administrators as I look at my wife and she is pouring her heart into doing what she is doing. And I see her 
not only on Zoom and meeting individually with students and the things she's doing, but the lessons she's preparing, the things she's video recording. And she, um, our teachers, this is for all administrators, our teachers that have just dove into this opportunity, they have put so much time and effort and energy and love and passion into doing what they're doing. We we're just so blessed. So for me as a leader, it, 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 it just reiterates every day to know what our teachers do, are doing they're going above and beyond and to appreciate them, to love them for doing that, to, to voice that, to um, just give any opportunity we get to, to affirm and to build up and to celebrate our teachers. We just created a video this last week, a couple of videos actually, but celebrating our teachers and thanking them for what they've done in our community. I just, seeing my wife in action every day has reminded me of just the absorbent amount, just the incredible amount of hours that our teachers have put in during this time, even above and beyond what they've probably even done in, in years past. And so just to be reminded of that and, and to appreciate that and to value, to value our teachers in a big time way. Carl, I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you. Thanks, Eric.